This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Pakistan is back at the bank. Same reason as always. They're running out of foreign exchange. But this time, they're not asking the Saudis for money or negotiating with the IMF. This time, they're selling Islamic bonds. How much money are we talking about? Around $1 billion. Pakistan desperately needed this money. And you know what they say about desperate borrowers? They're every lender's favorite. Let me tell you why. If you urgently need money, you cannot talk tough on interest rate. In other words, beggars cannot be choosers. Pakistan's Islamic bond is a perfect example. It has a maturity period of seven years and the interest rate is 7.95%. I know these numbers may seem vague, so let me give you some context. Let's compare Pakistan's Islamic bond to America's treasury bill. The Islamic bond has an interest rate of 7.95%. The US benchmark around 1.7%. This is the highest interest that Pakistan has ever paid on an Islamic bond. In 2014-15, it was 6.75%. In 2016, it was 5.5% and now 7.95%. This rising interest rate is a sign of Pakistan's desperation. In the month of November, Saudi Arabia had loaned them $3 billion, out of which $2 billion has already been consumed. So this record Islamic bond was their only option. Technically, these bonds are supposed to be cheaper. What is an Islamic bond? It's supposed to comply with the Sharia law. It is supposed to offer lower interests, but not in the case of Pakistan. They're paying more interest than a normal government bond. As I said, beggars cannot be choosers. Also, bonds and loans will not solve Pakistan's problems. It's like a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. What Pakistan needs is a complete overhaul. It needs to address the root causes of economic failure like corruption. Pakistan is notorious for greasing the wheels. The latest report by Transparency International corroborates this. In 2020, Pakistan was ranked 124 out of 180, 180 countries. In 2021, they fell 16 places from 124 to 140. This survey was carried out in 2020 and 2021. So the blame lies with Prime Minister Imran Khan. Remember, he came to power promising to clean up the country. So what does he plan to do now? Well, that depends on which Imran Khan you're talking to. Imran Khan, the opposition leader, loved Transparency International. Take a look. Transparency International says that corruption in Pakistan has increased 20%. पाकिस्तान की हुकूमत दुनिया की करप्टरीन हुकूमतों में ट्रांसपेरेंसी इंटरनेशनल के मुताबिक समझी जाती है ट्रांसपेरेंसी इंटरनेशनल कहे कि पाकिस्तान ने माशाल्लाह एक ही जगह तरक्की की और वो करप्शन में तरक्की की है उसके मुताबिक पिछले 4 साल में पाकिस्तान में जो करप्शन और टैक्स की चोरी हुई वो है सारे so it was a stump speech. Blame the generals, blame the government, talk about Transparency International. Speech done. But Imran, the Prime Minister, does not have anything to say. No comments, no promises to clean up, no reactions. Transparency International has not changed, but Imran Khan has. Like all his promises, this one too was fake. 
Pakistan's wheels are greasier than ever, and frankly, we should not be surprised. Imran Khan's own party is facing multiple corruption charges, illegal foreign funding, money laundering, concealment of bank accounts. If the Prime Minister cannot clean up his own party, how can he clean up the country? Opposition leaders are turning the heat on Imran Khan. On social media, he's the butt of every joke. He's being called corruption king. It's a truly precarious situation. Record inflation, empty treasury and rampant corruption. Prime ministers have been ousted over far less in Pakistan.